Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raph Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raph Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. 36-yard line of Philly. Shotgun snap to Hertz. Dropping back. Only one person rushing. Hertz looking, standing still, winding up. Long pass. It lands at the 20. No one is there. Zeroes on the clock. It's over. It's over. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal. Trailing at 10. At the halftime stop, 24-14, they go on to win 38-35. What a game. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here with me, as always, is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here. Um, it's hard to believe it's uh, NFL draft time. That, that's, that's crazy. It really kind of snuck up on me this year. So. It did. I, I've been listening to Ross Tucker's rundown with Greg Cosell. They preview the position groups. And I remember when he started doing that or talking about it was back around the combine time back in February. And it's like, and I felt Jeff so far away, but I mean, really at that time it's two months, you know, you yeah. know, and maybe even less, I think did the combine trickle into March, early March this year. Yeah, it may have. I, so I, I feel like there's a combination of factors for me, like in terms of just fandom, not just like general football fandom, like my football team made a deep run. So like, you know, that kind of pushes things back. And then with the Phillies being successful last year, like being excited about spring training and, you know, and like, so like, and right. that was a week after the Super Bowl, you know, or a day, the days after the Super Bowl. And then, you know, like, so you've had those things and then there's March Madness. And then there's, I, I know not necessarily for you, but like, you know, like, being excited about the masters and like there's, there's been so many different things, you know, like just leading up and then, right. and honestly, again, not, but like, Oh, it's NBA playoff time. And like, I, there's been so many things to like, keep me occupied with it. It's not that I don't care about the NFL draft. I do. And the Eagles have two first round picks and like, there's all kinds of stuff like to be excited about. It's just, I think in general, the last couple of months have gone rather quickly, and here we go. We find we, ourselves at the end of April, yeah, and and uh, it's NFL draft time. NFL draft used to be my marquee yeah. sport of sporting event, yeah. just because generally my teams weren't playing for a championship, yeah. so I had to find something right. to be excited about. And what let's, was let's better, win April, right? Than someone <laughs> exactly. I mean, the Dolphins usually lost April too, but. <laughs> What's better than combining your top two favorite things in the world, the NFL and college football? Right. Like it's happening at the same time. You're seeing right. it all come together. From the Well, there's so much hope. Right. There's so much hope. From the mid-90s, like, I literally remember watching the draft in 95 when Penn State had the, the trio coming out and taking in the top what? Were they top 10, top 12? It was uh, Kijana, Carey, so, so and So here's and the Kyle. thing. Like, I know like retroactively, but I – didn't follow the draft closely for a long, long time. Like I was significantly old. Like I knew about the draft and things like that, but honestly, it wasn't until much later. Watching it in 1995 and was my go-to thing through probably 20, at least 2012. I got to go to Vegas for free. I remember that to cover the NFL draft for drafttech.com. I'd say it probably peaked around that point, like for the better part of what that was. It's hard to have it be bigger than that. Point. Right. Yeah. 
um, other like, than getting paid full time to cover it. Like I was already at the peak. Like a little right. side venture got right. me to go to Vegas, right, to hang out with other people working yeah, on the site. N- more than ninety nine percent of the people that would be more than they right. could ever imagine to getting for that. So that was incredible. But that's probably around 2012, 2013, 2014. I was still working for the site. Just I the- stopped working for the site, and I think. Yeah. I want to say it was January 17. Like, I didn't make it to the draft in 17. I made it all the way through the draft of 2016 and into the fall of 16 working on the 17 draft. But finally, I said, I have two young kids, right. well, and, family business. And that's the thing, like, just a quick side note to, to the people who may not have seen that part. But, like, it's not like, like, we're going to talk about the draft tonight. That It's different. Like, we would watch the draft together. And you knew stuff about, I'm saying, 80 to 90% of the guys, especially, I'd say, the first five rounds. Like, you knew all like you knew all of those guys. And then you knew a bunch late, too. Like, guys that I've never heard of. Like, so, there's guys that I've watched play college football. There's guys who I know about because they played for big teams or they did certain things or they had this that stood out or whatever. There's other guys that I know because they've been rumored that the Eagles might be interested. And then there's the level that you <laughs> had. Like, I'm telling you, it w- for the people who wouldn't be there, like, watching the draft with you those days, it was like sitting next to, like, my own Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper. Because, like, you're just, like, rattling off, like, yeah, in their third high school game, they did this. this and I, not exactly. But you know what I mean? Like, you knew so many of those guys. It was insane. But that doesn't just happen like you had the the time and the effort has to be put into that pretty much working on it year round right right like you you knew these guys all the time like because that's you had to build up to that like that was what it would build up to right and i mean it was so much fun it's just i you know i did it just or i watched the event and knew about the event for fun from you know 95 through 07 because i started working for draft tech in february 2008 while i was uh, in Indiana, while Kelly was getting her uh, master's degree at Purdue, I just I had been reading the site, right. and they had an open position, so I just applied, and I got the job. You know, just a little side gig wasn't anything major, but I got to say I was getting paid to do something I loved, and I did that for the almost nine years. Yeah, I, I made it almost nine years working for the site. Got to go to Vegas, like I said, it was awesome, and I knew so much in that time. Uh, I knew all about it throughout college, so like it really was a, a huge thing for me. But then as soon as I got out after that 2017 draft, which I had worked on up until basically the combine by and large, when it came back around in 2018, I, I was like, I don't know as much. And now and now I'm so far behind. But we still it's are It's almost invested. like you have other things right? going it's on. It's almost like there's other things happening. But we're still invested because we're still NFL fans, huge, huge football fans, and we're college fans. We just... We don't know as much, but we can talk about the Dolphins. We can talk about the Eagles. I was going to say, talk about the top picks. Right. We can talk about the ones that matter and interest have interest to us the most, whether that's our teams and other players of note. And if you have questions about a team that isn't the Dolphins or the Eagles, we can try our best to answer them too. Or if you have just general NFL questions, this is going to be real, real, real loose, real fun, you know, laid back. We're going to talk about Eagles, Dolphins, and kind of what's going to happen with the early picks, especially the quarterbacks, because that's the thing that everyone wants to talk about. And obviously, we have opinions on those, because we saw those guys play in college, especially C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and early Will Levis. Yeah, I don't have as much recent history on Anthony Richardson other than the highlights I've watched. But The highlights highlights are... Are high <laughs> like that, yeah, it, yeah. So we'll get into the four of them, but I guess let's first start with let's start with the Eagles first, okay? And why don't you hit us with what you think their top needs are? Okay, um, it, it's tough because when when you look at it, like they have they have a good core. They've got a lot of young guys. I I love. This is not draft specific, but it's related to the draft. I love that they got the Hertz deal done because now it's a known, right? Like people, 
you know, there's all this, well, it's only a three-year deal in reality. That's how the NFL works. Like, that's how lots of this works, right? But I, I'm always on edge a little bit because the draft part, I know I'm just coming off of the Hurts comment here, but, like, the draft part is where Howie can can hit it sometimes and he can whiff big sometimes too. That being said, the working the cap magic is where he's at his best, in my opinion. And honestly, even with the trades, the last, I'd say, but trades have gotten much bigger in the last, what, five to seven years in the NFL to begin with. Um, there used to be, they, the trade deadline in the NFL used to be a joke. Nothing happened and like there weren't big trades. People traded draft picks a lot more. Now it seems like they swap picks, but like there's more players to team compensation and stuff happening as well. Um, I I would say the uh, they have a bunch of questions on defense. I know they they brought back uh, Bradbury and um, oh um, Darius Slay, yeah, and Darius Slay. Um, I'm. I'm happy about that. I didn't really think that could happen. I thought they would bring back uh, Gardner Johnson. That got weird. Um, but, like, it's one of those where I, you know, he went somewhere else on a one-year deal. And then there's rumors going around. But that's, all the stuff I saw in that was, like, Philly, like, slanted. So, like, it's hard to say. You know, there's lots of people saying, oh, he ended up taking less money than the Eagles would have given. Yeah, but – it gets complicated in a hurry sometimes. Um, but they definitely need help in the secondary, like depth in the secondary. Um, some guys that maybe could contribute sooner rather than later. One of the things I like is that I, I see a bunch of people talking about how there's a lot of cornerback depth in this draft. So maybe being able to get somebody, you know, if the right guy falls, maybe get somebody at 10, but more likely maybe get somebody a little later. Um, that might be able to contribute soon. Um, they they could use some help at linebacker. I say that I don't. I, I hope Nakobe Dean can step in there, but they lost a couple guys at linebacker. You know, and the Eagles never haven't taken a linebacker in the first round in f- like forty some years. So I'm not banking on that. I, I expect them. It wouldn't surprise me if they go D line and O line. You know, with a couple of those first picks, just that's where they've been. I know O-line, they lost a couple guys uh, that they just couldn't re-sign. And they've got a lot of the core guys back. However, having depth there has been key to the Eagles' success the last couple years. And so, like, you know, I, I like that we brought Kelsey back, but, like, you need to start – you need to make sure you have guys for him. And I know they think – uh, Jurgens may be that guy, but then you need a guy to fill in at guard where Jurgens is maybe expected to slot in. Like you can't, you can't have too many linemen. Like you, you can't. And the way the Eagles like to run the ball, that that would be huge. That leads me to a lot, of, a lot of people. I'm seeing it everywhere. Have the Eagles? They think the Eagles are going to take Bijan Robinson at ten if he's there. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I look at it a couple different ways. If if the Eagles do take him at 10 and he ends up being what so many people think he is and they can use their other draft capital to add in, you know, and address some of those other needs onto an already solid team. Uh, well, let me rephrase that onto an already good team. That could be really exciting. Like, However, taking a running back in the top 10 is is risky because there's so many talented guys there that you could take. There's so many guys that could be future all pros. And if you take him and he's not, that that's going to be a problem. You know what I mean? Like if you take a running back there, he needs to be – well, okay, so you get five years, right? Because of the way the current contract situations are up. Those first-round guys, you you have the right to the fifth year if you want it. I'd say you need, what, three Pro Bowls out of the out of a running back if you take them in those first five years? Because after that, who knows what they're going to get. Right. Um, 
that might sound ridiculous. You know, like, oh, how do you know you're going to get three? That's the problem. You don't know. And not saying you know it on the other guys, but they have they have other needs. But, yeah, I, I honestly don't know what they're going to do. Like, taking a running back there seems so against what Howie would do. But when I ask myself, what would Howie do in the draft? Who knows? Like, if you look at, like, yes, he has a trend of doing or not doing certain things, but – there's also been times where he's like, where people are like, where did that come from? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just, I'll tell you one thing I did see. I And I know, I know AJ Brown kind of like put it out there. I think it was AJ Brown about like maybe trying to trade for uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. So there was, <laughs> there was a report I, yesterday that it had happened. Did you see that? I did not. All I saw was that, um, AJ Brown was kind of like, "Hey, no one wears twenty two on this team," kind of thing. Like, yeah, I mean, that'd be a crazy addition to that offense when you have to worry about two running threats and the throwing threat with that group of receivers uh, led by AJ Brown. But so, so here you go, though. And I'll ask you, and I'm not, I don't view this as a crazy question. So hopefully you don't either. But may, maybe, maybe I am crazy for thinking this. Right now, who would you rather have? Would you rather have Bijan Robinson or would you rather have Derrick Henry? Right now, at this point in their careers, contract situations, all of that stuff. Probably Bijan Robinson because I, I know people are like, he's not proven. Right, but Derrick Henry's proven, but he also hasn't been super durable. He didn't have a, an incredible year last right. year. He's on. The, he's and, on the the downward trend right. of the life of a running back. Right. He's expensive, which is something the Eagles don't play pay a premium at the position. You no. just let just let the guy you drafted and developed leave because right. you didn't want to pay him. Right. I understand Miles Sanders is not Derrick Henry, but hmm. it just doesn't make any sense. And Derrick Henry's due to make what ten million or more this right. season. That doesn't right. seem like it, something the Eagles would it, pay for. Right, and you'd have to trade for him. Right, like you have to it, give it's not just up. a free agent thing. A free agent thing that would that would make it a little more interesting. But I just I, I don't know. So, um, what, so so I think defense and offensive line are our biggest things. Sorry, defensive line, offensive line, linebacker. I, I think we could use help all over the defense. So like any defensive player, I like. Let me rephrase that. Any defensive position, I'd be like, okay. We, that that makes sense to me. Um, defensive line, we lost some guys. Some of those guys, they knew they were they weren't coming back, though. You know what I mean? So like, it's not like there were a lot of surprises. Mm-hmm. But um, secondary is big because if you can't stop the pass, you're not going to win many football games. Now you could also look at it as defensive line because if you don't have a defensive line, it doesn't matter how good your secondary is. <laughs> you know, like linebackers are key because they need to be in today's NFL. They need to be the guys that can cover, but also not get blown up on the run. You know what I mean? So I I think they could use guys at all those positions. I think they have some guys and some young guys who are ready to step up. AKA the Kobe Dean. Like I, but like, let's see, you know? So I feel like they could use some guys that could step in and play right away. And that's what you're looking for with a number 10 pick. Like, number 10 pick, I want that guy to be starting come day one. Um, that's That can be a little harder on the defensive side, you know, depending on where they were. Um, we'll see. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift gears here and do that's this fine. a little bit differently. You and I are going to play GM for our teams. Let's do it, yes. I started a mock draft on the mock draft machine on Draft Network. I simulate well the machine simulated. We're only picking for Eagles and Dolphins. You get the Eagles, I'll get Dolphins. Spoiler, it's gonna take Miami a while to get around here. <laughs> we don't have a first round pick. But I'm gonna I'm gonna but show you. Do you do have a memorable lunch with Tom Brady on a right. yacht. <laughs> I'm gonna show you how this went this first time. We can go through this a few times just yeah. to see how things yeah. shake out. Uh, I do have it up on the screen if you're watching on a big enough screen to read that. But Bryce Young went first. To the Panthers. C.J. Stroud went next to the Texans. Will Anderson, the, the rusher, went to the Cardinals. Anthony Richardson went fourth to the Colts. We've been hearing a lot of rumors that Will Levis now is the betting favorite to go Ooh. number two overall. 
but here, Jalen Carter went fifth to the Seahawks. Uh, another interior defensive lineman, Kalijah Cansey from Pitt, went to Detroit. Will Levis lands at seven to the Raiders. Miles Murphy, the edge, went to the Falcons. And we get offensive lineman, offensive tackle, Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State to the Bears, which leads to the Eagles pick at 10. Now, you just talked a bunch about uh, Bijan Robinson. Uh, is that a good value pick there for him? Debatable, possible. Easily the best back in the draft, I think, in most people's eyes. I know some people are high on Jameer Gibbs, yeah. but Robinson is expected to go in the first, possibly earlier in the first. Gibbs could sneak into the end of the first, though I think it's more likely he's early second. But there's a bunch of good players left on the board, including the number six overall prospect according to the Draft Network, and that is Edge from Texas Tech, Tyree Wilson, which would be an interesting addition to yeah. the Eagles' uh, defensive unit. Then also two of the best cornerbacks, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon and Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Before you look at offensive line pro- prospects, Broderick Jones from Georgia and Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. Of course, the third quarterback listed cornerback listed here is Joey Porter I know, Jr. I see that. Um, so, but let, let's try to let's lean in towards more realism right. because I don't think. I mean, that Unless, someone could surprise, but right. I don't think anyone is giving. Oh, did that just auto draft? Because I forgot the time. <laughs> I think it just auto picked for you. I can start it over. Well, who now. did it pick? Who did well, it pick? Let's see who it picked. Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback. Okay, that's probably what I was going to do. So that you're going to pick a cornerback. Yes, I, I was forgot. Pick I forgot a that it was timing yes. us. So, um, which that's that's kind of my thing. I don't know that they'll do that. I I think. You having having signed two cornerbacks in free agency, I don't. So this I don't one necessarily see that happening. Christian Gonzalez for the Eagles at ten. Tyree Wilson went to the Texans at twelve. Uh, Brian Brissy went to the Patriots at fourteen. So that that's an interesting one there because I've seen his like. There's been some guys talking about him lately about how he might be a little undervalued in this draft. Um, Who's that, Brissy? Yeah, Brissy. And you think about like just what he had to go through in college with with his like family situation and his sister sister's illness and all that yeah, stuff. He tore like, at least one ACL, right? Like, of- yeah, and to overcome that and still produce at a high level, um, and arguably be the best player on those Clemson teams. You know, like um, well, Penn yeah. State was a finalist to land him. Yeah, I know, I know that Clemson. one hurts. Um, so a couple of picks here, though, that just kind of make sense. Skaronsky to the Steelers. I feel yep. like that's a very reasonable expectation. Although no Joey Porter Jr. to the Steelers. No. Right. Michael Mayer to the Lions after trading Hawkinson last year. That's yep. a huge get for them. Robinson went to the Chargers Ooh. in this mock. So, I mean, we know Austin Eckler wants out because yeah. they don't want to pay him. So that would be an interesting addition to uh, to Herbert out there if they do get rid of Eckler. Uh, maybe it, they if they would take Robinson, maybe the Eagles could uh, listen to Eckler. See, I'd be more interested in getting Eckler, but it depends on the amount of money he wants. I know, yeah. So I don't know if that would work out. Anyways, Joey Porter Jr. went to the Ravens. That. <laughs> I, okay. That, so that hurts. I don't. No, like I that. love that. No, That's awesome. Like I like that. Nope. I like that. Can you? I I can't wait to see Joey Porter Senior wearing a Ravens jersey, <laughs> like in the stands well, at M and T Bank Stadium. That is an interesting stadium. angle. Yes, that's an interesting angle. So actually, Justin, you're back on the clock though. Okay. Um, oh, with gosh. the 31st overall pick. Well, if you count the Dolphins, yes, yes, uh, forfeited pick. So, um, where are we at here? So I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> All right. So uh, Smith and Jigba is the highest rated player available. Yeah, that would be a tough. I, he's he's a great player. Um, that would be a tough sell. Like, imagine if they did draft him, though. Like, you add him to that wide receiving core. Um, you already oh took gosh. a cornerback, so Julius Brent's probably not an option. Nolan Smith from Georgia. Um, Addison and Zay Flowers again. Jameer Gibbs is there and available. Uh, a couple more cornerbacks. Uh, take Nolan Smith. All right. Taking Nolan Smith. All right. So we jumped all the way to my Dolphins pick, which is all the way at 52. 
So looking at the way things broke down, uh, Zay Flowers is available, but I don't know that they're interested in adding another speedy wide receiver. <sighs> Man, I, I would Drew Sanders would be a nice get for the linebacker position. Couple a couple cornerbacks. I don't think wide receiver. Another linebacker, Trenton Simpson from Clemson. Um, man, what do you feel like is the biggest need for your offensive line? I wholeheartedly agree. Right, like, but honestly, man, there's not. Let me see. So, Joe Tipman from Wisconsin is the top-rated interior offensive lineman available. Um, offensive tackle wise, no, I mean, there's no one available according to the draft network, big board. There's no one really available at offensive tackle for the dolphins. Joe Tipman from Wisconsin would be the best bet. Still a bit of a reach there. Um, when you're talking best available, uh, this is not sorting properly. This is making this kind of difficult. Um, lots of cornerbacks. That's what it's all. That's all it's showing me right there. This is not working as well because the site's kind of malfunctioning. I want. I want an offensive lineman for the Dolphins, but I just don't think, based on what's available, that that's the direction right. I can so like go. It, right. It may um, be their biggest need. But it's not worth a stretch because then you're not getting the value there anyway. Right. Keon White from Georgia Tech's an edge that I'd be interested in. Um, yeah, that's really tough. Honestly, I really like Drew Sanders, and he gives us pretty good uh, value based on his rank. I feel like him or Trenton Simpson or even Jack Campbell, I like all three of them, but Drew Sanders is the higher-rated guy on this board. And he's the guy that I really like. Yeah. He left Alabama cause he was behind people like Will Anderson right. and they converted him to a stack linebacker and he blew up. He had an incredible year this year. I remember reading about him transferring. Like people are like, why would you transfer from Alabama to go to Arkansas? Huh? Well, for exact reasons that drew Sanders showed, right. he had right. an incredible year at Arkansas this year. So I'm going to take him for Miami. I know maybe people won't, won't like that, but, um, Oops. Oh, <laughs> I just drafted Jack Campbell for you by accident. Okay. So, but I don't think you'd be disappointed in the Eagles actually taking a linebacker in the draft. No, that would be fine. That would be fine. Um, so the Dolphins are back up again. I'm going to go check out offensive line because they're going to need one at some point. So we're at the 85th overall pick. Offensive lineman, interior-wise, not a lot of value. Offensive tackles, even worse value. See, this is what I'm afraid of. I feel like they're not in a good position to get offensive linemen, and that's, that is unfortunately what they really need. But there should be some value elsewhere, possibly at safety. You know what? I wonder where, um, I wonder where Tig went. Who, I wonder who t- drafted, uh, yeah. Brown. Jay Brown. Yeah. So. But Miami's biggest needs are definitely along the offensive line. I just don't know that they're going to be able to find enough value here. Um, Looking at edge rushers now for the Dolphins. (sighs) Yeah, man. Just not a lot of great value in in the needs, especially the offensive line. I keep coming back to it, but it's not getting any better. Um, and, And I don't see them taking a quarterback early. Uh, I would love for them to maybe take a running back, but they re-signed a bunch of guys. It just makes me think that they're yeah. just they're not going to be in the market for it. So now I'm looking more defensive back. I know they just got Jalen Ramsey and Zayvon Howard. Maybe he'll have a rebound year, but I feel like you can never have too many no, not in today's, <laughs> defensive yeah. backs. So I'm trying to narrow it down. I got to do this quickly because my clock is running out. I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go Sidney Brown, the safety from Illinois. That works. All right. So you're up now with the Eagles. And 
Let me pull up the what you got so far for the Eagles. So you got Christian Gonzalez, Nolan Smith, and Jack Campbell. It's your three defensive picks so far. And one at every level, which is what I kind of said the need. Yeah, so um, you got the edge rush or you got the cornerback first, the edge rusher next, and then the the, the stack linebacker third. I would probably say who is the highest available lineman? So, offensive line. So interior uh so we're at pick 95, top rated interior offensive lineman varies 119 Henry Banvialu from Washington and offensive tackle down at 182 Jordan McFadden from Clemson. So you have to reach for offensive lineman. It's essentially what's right. what's happening here, which is why the Dolphins don't have any yet cuz I refuse to reach that far, right. but Who's the best overall? For, are all prospects? Yeah. yeah. That's not right. I'm not. This might not be uh, updating properly. Yeah, it says 182. I highly doubt that because we're only on pick 95. So, um, cornerback 68, edge rusher 71. Go with the, go with the edge rusher. Another edge rusher. Yep. Byron Young from Tennessee. Let's do it. All right, so we only did the, the. I only had the first three rounds in there, so you can see the Eagles have four picks in the first three rounds All right now. <laughs> right now, uh, However, at ten thirty one sixty three and ninety five. Just as a reminder, and this can go to Gannon as well. Uh, your defense didn't get a stop in the second half of the Super Bowl, so um, adding some pieces there is is addressing the needs like they they it's not that they were bad it was Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs like it's it happens but like you you needed a stop a stop wins you the Super Bowl and they just didn't get one you know what I mean so drafting guys there I I feel like adds some guys who hopefully can contribute quickly and also uh, some guys that uh, can add some depth yeah for sure I'm just I'm running through the teams here to see where um any of our our Penn Staters went and see if they uh well we know um Joey Porter Jr. went to the, to Ravens. the Ravens so look at the Lions draft Kalijah Cansey <laughs> Michael Mayer and Hendon Hooker yeah Lions getting Hendon Hooker would be really I think that's gonna be that's an interesting one no matter where he goes yeah um because through the first two months of the season. He looked like the best quarter. Yeah. He was the most spectacular or most outstanding player. Right. Like, does that make sense? Like, um, he was on fire. And then he got hurt and the wheels fell off for Tennessee. Um, Well, the wheels kind of fell off when they got smoked by Georgia. But I hate this Patriots draft because I like it so much. Brian Brissett, Jordan Addison, Tyler Steen. Yeah. Uh, don't yeah. want don't want that. No, I don't <laughs> want that. Don't want to like like the Patriots draft ever. Um I'm not seeing any other you drafted the Eagles, so Yeah, I'm not seeing any other Penn Staters uh in the first three rounds. <sighs> Smith and Jigba went thirty-eighth. Do you think that's do you think that's because he was hurt most of the year? Maybe. Because like, he was really good. Hmm. All right. Well It's crazy because Smith and Jigbo was insanely good. But he's not even the best quarterback or best wide receiver on his college team because right. that guy's just not draft eligible he's yet. Not not available. Yeah, not available. Interesting. So all right, so the Draft Network's top 10 overall is Will Anderson, B. John Robinson, Jalen Carter, Bryce Young, Christian Gonzalez, Jameer Gibbs, Miles Murphy, Devin Witherspoon, C.J. Stroud, and Broderick Jones. Very interesting that they have two running backs in the top six. Yeah, and it's not that it's not that they can't be really good. It's just what value do they bring when you can seemingly get anybody? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. So it's tough. It's tough to have this discussion about the Dolphins because they don't have a first round pick. So that makes it boring. <laughs> uh, they they gave that up. They were 
told they could not make that pick as a result of the what tampering, I guess is what yeah. it was was called with Tom Brady and um was it just Brady or did they loop in Sean the Sean Payton stuff too? I, can't I think, remember. I feel like it was the Brady stuff, but they, they were kind of there's a lot going yeah. on when that all came yes. out. Yes. Um so the draft starts Thursday night at eight on, I believe it's probably simulcast again. Is it on ABC, ESPN, and NFL Network? I'd be surprised if it's not. So, I mean, it, it, the draft has been getting huge numbers, and it's been great. It's in Kansas City. It is in Kansas City. So we, we saw six years ago it start in Philly, which was ended awesome. with the Super Bowl. Then, you know, what, nine months later, ten mm-hmm. months later. Now we have it. Following a Super Bowl winner, hopefully it gets somewhere close by again. It's always something that I've wanted to go to is see the draft in person. I've been saying that for decades now, and it's just blown up in size. So hopefully one of these days. But uh, I think let's see if uh, we let's talk a little bit of Penn State players here. Um, Just just to finalize the. Eagles, Dolphins stuff. Eagles needs mostly defensive because of the players they lost. You could find guys at all three levels, edge rushers, linebackers, defensive backs. Would take offensive lineman help just because you know Kelsey's eventually going to retire. Right, and, well, and Lane Johnson before last year said maybe a year or two. You, you never know. Like, and I can't, that's a hard decision. But, you know, Lane Johnson is very open about, like, the the mental health side of things and – Good, good for him. But you also just the reality of that. He, when he's ready to hang it up, he may just hang it up. You know what I mean? And just be like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I, I I've done what I need to do here. I, I'm gonna just move on with my life. Mm-hmm. And credit to him. Like personally, I'm, I'm not ready to see that yet. And he's, he's done so well. You know what I mean? Like hasn't allowed a sack in what like a, over a year and a half or something like something crazy. Um, so if, if they can keep going, you know, you love to see it, but yeah, some, at some point those guys are probably going to move on and you have to have guys ready. You can't wait till then to deal with that. Does that make sense? Like you want to deal with that before. So what I always heard and what I tried to base some of what I did for draft tech on was there's, everyone has an idea of these are the needs of the team, but the thing is. Front offices are working to fill next year's needs. Yeah. Because you don't want to plug and play a rookie. Can you? Sure. Right. Our team's doing that? Yes. Right. And but if it's a first round guy, first round guy, some of them, okay. It depends on the position too. But like some of those guys, yeah, they're 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 ready. And that's what I'm saying. Like those top ten guys, like I want those guys to be able to contribute. And I say start. If they're not starting, like, okay, but they should be getting some snaps, right? Like they should be getting some snaps. It again. That also depends on the situation. So, like, I look. I had the Eagles take a cornerback at at ten. Well, I also don't want that guy necessarily beating out their top two corners, right? You know what I mean. But in a, there are a lot of sets in the NFL where you have more than two corners oh, on the field at yeah. a time. Oh, absolutely. Probably the majority of them anymore. I'd say you have a minimum three on the field at almost right. all times. Right. So, like, imagine taking arguably the top overall defensive back and adding that to two guys who are established solid to above solid NFL guys right now in the NFL, like who helped you get to a Super Bowl. Right. That should be, that should be really good. Right. Like, you know, like I look at that, I'm like, that would be great. And if you're drafting that guy at number 10 and not expecting him to be your number one or even your number two corner, but your number three corner, Next two veteran guys, what more could you ask for? You know what I mean? Like right. that that should be a great situation for a young guy to come into. Um I don't know, it doesn't always work that way, but like that should be, and that addresses a need moving forward for the Eagles as well. Because now you've got your your third guy, but you also have hopefully your new number one in in the next year or so. You know what right. I mean? Like, um, 
maybe if you get a linebacker, maybe that's a guy that's going to pair with N'Kobe Dean next year. You know, like you just, yeah, you start, you're addressing problems this year, but you're, you hope to add depth this year and you're adding your guys that are going to be your go-to guys later on. So I pulled up the Penn State draft people, uh, prospects. There's, what, eight of them, I think, listed here. Right. Surprisingly, they have Jair Brown rated 239th on their big board. So I think he's going to be a steal for someone Well, just like Brisker later. last year. Like, I know Brisker, he went earlier, but, also, but I thought he had a great year for like, Chicago. Yeah. And did you see the thing? I think it was it was Mina Kimes who was talking about Adrian Amos, how he's, like, had such an underrated career and how good he has been for the teams he has been on. And I think Jair Brown, I mean – it would be great if he has a career like Adrian Amos. Like, but yes, like Brisker could go somewhere and contribute and and be really good. I think, yeah. Joey Porter Jr. should be a first-round pick. I'd expect him to go in the top yes. 25, possibly top right. 20. They have him ranked 15th overall. Then they don't have another Nittany line draft eligible prospect until Parker Washington at 173. And of course, he finished the year injured for Penn State before moving on. Brenton Strange right behind him at I 180. Think Brenton overall. Strange could be that next guy off the board. I think I, he's I likely to be that second guy off the board. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Parker fell a bit and actually could be behind uh, Jair Brown. I agree. I don't think we'll see Clifford or Tinsley drafted. I don't think Clifford gets drafted. I think he gets an invite to a camp. Or I two, think though. they get invites. Sure. Yeah. I I would like to see at least five of these eight get drafted. Right. I do believe the top five they have listed here will. Yeah. I, I think agree. Scruggs is the swing guy. Right. Um, but I, I think there's a good chance that right. he could get his name called. But I think Penn State gets gets at least five. Six would be great. Porter, I believe, gets in the first round, but I'm not sure we're hearing. And will that be the first Penn State defensive back taken in the first round? Yes, it will. Yeah. So it could be. And Kalen King's poised to make it two in a row, possibly yes. next year. Yes. So let's hope. Yeah. yeah. Penn State could have a few guys go in the first round next year. Yeah. And it'll be fun. It could be. Olu could be top 10. Yeah. Like, could even top five. I mean, right. People are really right. high on him. So let's. Hey, okay. Right. I hope I hope the debate is over if there's a number one team that has their quarterback and needs to tr- trade out, you know, for somebody who's going up to get him, you know, like right. that kind of thing. So those are the Penn Staters. Uh, my dad, two things. First, my dad made a joke: no college football game tonight, and he knows I broke my thumb. Not playing college football. <laughs> okay, I was so mad. Oh my god! No, I broke my thumb playing softball for the church team, one of the church teams. We were scrimmaging each other, getting ready for the season to start. And I took a line drive to the hand from our guest a few weeks ago, Andy Hoffert. Uh, Yes, broke (laughs) broke my thumb. Uh, It's fine. It just, I can't throw the ball, swing the bat, or play video games because my thumb is broken and I have no way of moving the joystick. So we have to put the season on hold, unfortunately, because I was hoping to get through the end of our season and the conference championship game to set up, hopefully a national championship game, win our first national championship that's on hold. So that sucked. Cause I was really looking forward to finishing that. Uh, then my dad came back with a question. He wants to know about Dallas. So what's going on with Dallas? So, um, all I can say is that I hope Jerry's running the draft and, uh, not, not his son. Well, it hasn't worked well for any of them recently. That's okay. I hope they can keep that up. So let's see if I can pull up. I can the picture the Cowboys. emojis. I can picture the emojis that are going to come from. from <laughs> so let's take a look at the Dallas Cowboys draft needs. Um, like I feel like every team, both offensive and defensive line are listed for Dallas. Well, you need them all, as well as running back after jettisoning Zeke. Uh, Elliot and Tony Pollard have coming off a of surgery. Right, they've got a need at running back. I know people are like, if Bijan Robinson drops, could could Jerry take take him? He would one hundred percent take him. Yeah, be, being from playing at Texas to right. playing for the although, Dallas Cowboys. Although Jerry's an Oklahoma guy, but um, well, he's in Arkansas. 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he's an Arkansas yes. guy. He's an Arkansas guy. He's had Oklahoma connections there. That's that's where I got confused. Yeah, he's an but Arkansas I, I guy. But I think he's also a businessman, and having the Texas running back playing for the yeah. Dallas Cowboys would yeah. probably work out in his favor. No, I'm... If Bijan Robinson is there when the Cowboys take him, they pick they, at twenty. Is that they is that take right? him? Is that when Bijan Robinson isn't going to be there at twenty? I'd be shocked if he's there at twenty. Then receiver, uh, tight end, pass rush, edge, and safety are listed as next. Uh, they could also look at cornerback. So, um, I mean, we can quick one last thing before we finish up here. Um, well, we can uh, we, we can, can mock draft for we'll, them. We can do a mock. We'll just quick. Right. So we'll the only thing is, this. can you sort by the players by their projected value, but like reverse order, so we can just pick the worst possible players? Can we <laughs> pick three punchers? <laughs> so I'm going to throw all of us in here and uh, see if this maybe this will work a little bit better for us this time. So uh, let's run this through. So Eagles, you're up. Somehow, Will Anderson take him. is still available. Immediately. Take him. Take him. <laughs> yes. This is the one. This I want this, this one to happen. So Dallas is up next at – do they pick that late 27? Is that right? I thought they picked earlier than that. They are pretty good. Just oh, Bijan Robinson, enough. he's there. I got to take him, right? So Eagles, you're yes. up again at 31. Joey Porter Jr. Wow, this is setting up nicely for you. Uh, where do I go with the Dolphins? So I'm at 52. I don't want to start sorting by a position. That's oh when I got I can't in trouble. tell you how excited I would be if those were the first two Eagles draft picks at 10 and 30 or at 10 and 30. Yeah, you would be going nuts. Yes. Oh, man, this is not setting up real quick. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to take Darnell Washington, the tight end from Georgia, just because the Dolphins lost Gasicki. And also jettisoned. Um, hey, where'd Gasicki go again? Shut up. <laughs> so add that to the that mock that they had the last time. That just <laughs> Patriots piling on the hurt for you. Yeah, really. With our boy McSorley there too. Um, my dad wants to say well, that we both have said the Cowboys haven't drafted great recently. He said, "What about Micah Parsons?" Yeah. I feel like that's was a not hard pick to uh, to no, hand Micah, in. My, and and that's a great pick. So who do I pick for Dallas here? Do I give them a cornerback? Do I give them a tight end? No, don't don't take a tight end. Um, who who's highest available? Is that Keely Ringo, the cornerback from Georgia, who's a fringe first round pick? Yeah, I'd I'd give him them. All right, so I think you're up next. Yeah, you're up. So. Uh, Deontay Banks is available, the, the best player available, the Maryland cornerback. So you got Will Anderson and Joey Porter Jr. I, you probably don't want another cornerback. Um, no. So Jordan Battle, Jack Campbell, Cedric Tillman, Hen- quarterback factory, Hendon Hooker is available. Where's this pick? Uh, this is pick 63 near uh, the end of the second round. Yeah, they're not taking Hendon Hooker there. Um, although... <laughs> <laughs> Rewind three years. Yeah, they're not taking Jalen Hurts there. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I mean, I don't think you double down on cornerbacks. I mean, you could, but right. um, Luke Musgrave, if you need someone to go with Dallas Goddard, or do you think Goddard could be? No, I, I, I'd take Musgrave. All right, then I'm up next. Oh, Jack Campbell's there. So Sidney Brown, I took him last time, though. Noah Sewell, I like him too. That's yeah, Penny's Noah Sewell's younger brother. a really good one. A um, couple edge guys. I mean, I want I want linemen, but there are just none available. Uh, I think I'm going Jack Campbell. Went to the Eagles last time. All right, so now the Cowboys are up. Hendon Hooker. Why are they not well oh, here? They are. Why is this not enough in a quarter? So we want B. John Robinson, running back, Keely Ringo, cornerback. Who do they go next? Who's, so, who's the top wide receiver? Trey Tucker down at 100. No. Oh, I mean, that's uh, Keyshawn Bout, uh, wide receiver from LSU, is also there. Honestly, I feel like they go linebacker here because I feel like the value yeah. is there. Yep. So 
I think I'm I, just because I don't want him to go any farther. I'm going to take Noah Sewell there, well, and that's a name. And I feel like the Cowboys are good at drafting guys who we know of. All you right, know what I mean? Eagles, you're up again. Hendon Hooker is the top available. <sighs> oh, um, you didn't take a linebacker last time. Henley, Tutu, and Overshown are available. Those are the top three linebackers. Um, Jamie Robinson from Florida State's the top safety. There's a couple other safeties available. Their top wide receiver is Kayshawn from LSU. Byron Young, the interior defensive lineman from Alabama, is the best lineman available. Take him. All right. So Eagles taking Byron Young. Cowboys are up again. Here we go with Dallas, who went running back, cornerback, linebacker before. So I'm thinking... Yeah, I was gonna I would take the top safety. I was gonna take a safety, but I yeah. know they do need wide receiver help. But I think yeah, but safety is way to go. Yeah, the so value here. Do I go with a, a team I hate or a team I hate? Um, either mm. one is perfect for Dallas. Go with Pitt because I think there's a better chance that that guy's not going to be good. Okay, <laughs> so we'll take Brandon to, Hill. The safety to be clear, for Pittsburgh. To be clear, that is not. A statement against Brandon Hill as much as it is the team he played for. Right. So now Dallas is up Just here. like when he goes to the Cowboys. Like, I don't wish him personal failure. Elijah except Higgins that I do, is going to be the pick. Right? Like, uh, because I don't want him to be good for the Cowboys. So let's uh, let's check out the results there. We went through five rounds that time just so we could make sure that we got uh, enough in. So the first round, Will Anderson to the Eagles at I, 10. I would sign up for this first round. All day, every day. Bijan Robinson of the Cowboys at twenty seven. If if Bijan Robinson of the Cowboys means the Eagles get Will Anderson Jr. You're and Joey Porter Jr., yes, yes, that's yeah. the trade I'm willing to make. So I went with Darnell Washington at Dolphins at fifty two. Again, I want offensive line there, just not great value available. But Darnell Washington is a huge body. He's kind of like another offensive tackle running down yeah. the field. So I'm I'm okay with that. Dallas went Ringo. Eagles go Musgrave. Uh, tight end from Oregon State. Dolphins go Jack Campbell, linebacker Iowa. Cowboys, Noah Sewell, linebacker Oregon. Eagles, Byron Young, defensive lineman from Alabama. And the oh, Cowboys. I thought we were driving Price Young. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys round us out with the safety from Pittsburgh, Brandon Hill, and the wide receiver from Stanford, Elijah Higgins. I do want to go back and look at the first round and why Will Anderson dropped. So the Panthers went Bryce Young. Texans go Stroud. Oh, Cardinals went Miles Murphy over Will Anderson. It's a very Cardinals thing to do. That's interesting. I feel like that's a very Raiders thing to do. The Colts went Richardson. The Seahawks go Carter. Lions go Tyree Wilson. Raiders go Levis. Falcons go Gonzalez. That's where we saw the Eagles in our first go round. And the Bears go with Brissett. So there's some people that think Brissett could jump up. That left willing. Ah, man. If- but uh, sorry, sorry. The ones I were seeing, they think Brissett could go over Jalen Carter. Like, not. It wasn't over Will Anderson. Yeah, that's that's oh man, that's crazy. Here's Smith and Jigba. I'd be 14. really happy if Perceive fell to ten too. Like I'd be I'd be happy with him. Well, he man. did the first time. I know, I so, know, but just the volatility of this. Smith and Jigba went in the what mid thirties last time. Yes. He went fourteen here. Right, and to the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, great. I'm trying to see if anything else jumps out here as being crazy. I once again hate the Bills draft because I like it so much. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers and um, yeah. they also got, I don't know if that was this, this draft or the last one we did. Um, let me see. No, it must have been the last one. They just had a really good right. a draft the last time around. I don't like that. I don't like seeing Patriots <laughs> and Bills drafting well. So, All right, well, that was fun. I know it's much more abbreviated over the last few years, our draft preview, because we don't dive into it like we used to. But... In terms of Eagles, Dolphins, and Cowboys, everyone needs linemen. You can never have t- too many linemen. So expect offense and defensive linemen to be at a premium. Both teams, all, or all three of those teams, could also use defensive backs, uh, especially with eyes on the future. Actually, all three teams could be in the market for linebackers. So a lot of these overlapping. I think all three teams could use running backs. I don't know if anyone other than Dallas is going to be willing to use an early pick on one, though. If any of the three are going to pick Bijan Robinson or Jameer Gibbs, it's going to be the Cowboys. Well, and at 27, like we just said, like, ah, top 10. But at 27, I feel like if he's there, you saw well, they have him as like the number two overall guy, right? 
so like I can't at 27, it might be the right pick. You know, imagine pairing Tony Pollard and Bijan Robinson. That would be like pairing potentially peak Zeke and, and Tony Pollard. You know what I mean? Like it just would be, it would just be, I, again, it would be one of those picks that I don't like as an Eagles fan. Cause that, if he's there at 27, I that would be right. a little surprising to me. But also, I don't want him going to the Cowboys because I, I do think he's good. It's just I don't know that I want the Eagles to get him at 10. If he were to fall that far, I'd be hoping he falls a couple more because the Eagles took him at 30, okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Honestly, 30 would be really nice in the sense that, like, you could get a top 10 talent – at and still lock him in for those five you'd have that rookie right fifth year option deal for him and then you might let him walk everything like i don't mean that against him right. just like the way the eagles handle things and paying running backs in the nfl in general and all that stuff but you you could get the peak part of him paired with everyone they already have offensively and don't get me wrong you can never have too many offensive weapons but like offensive skill is where i feel best about the Eagles there may not be a ton of depth I mean there's maybe the most depth at running back but they might have the lowest ceiling of all of them does that make sense like yeah no I get they've it. got in my opinion they've got a star at quarterback they've got a they've got stars at wide receiver they've got a star at tight end Goddard and running back they've got a lot of guys that are good like solid but they don't have a star at running back in my opinion yeah if you draft a guy at 10, he needs to be a star. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. So I think that we're going to call it for tonight just because we have been going long the yes. last few weeks. Um, we also are going to be back here sooner than usual. Uh, we will okay. not have a show next Sunday, uh, which is April 30th, last day of April next Sunday. That's crazy, Believe it or not. It? We will not have a show that night, but that's only because we're having – a show on Thursday night because we're going to stream the NFL Draft Live, which we've done. This will be, I think, our f- at least fourth straight year. Something like that. We, and we actually, we may have, and we might have missed a year here and there, but we've done that more often than not, I think, over yeah. the years because we love the NFL Draft. It's a lot of fun. I think um, my dad may or may not be here it's, to it's, watch with us. I feel like it's the show in one of its truest forms because, right. like, that's something it's we like a would, stream of consciousness. Like you and I watching it together, either literally in person or just communicating obsessively just, throughout the whole thing yes. happens whether we're broadcasting it or not. We're just like, Hey, why don't we broadcast this if we're actually going to do it anyway? Right. Yeah. And that's how this show began. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but my dad may or may not be coming over to watch uh, with us. Natalie expressed interest in hey, joining us for a little bit. So we'll see if that works out. It's always a late night. I actually take off work the next day. Cause I'm up to like 12. Oh, so that's what I saw your dad last night. And he was saying that he was like, Joe invited me over on Thursday, and he's like, oh, you know, it should start around this time. And he's like, but only one of us doesn't have work the next morning. He's not wrong, because I did. It's my first uh, PTO day of the right. year. I'm taking it for – I did it last year, and it worked out really great because I was up to like 1230, and I didn't yeah. want to get up at 5 to go to – 530 to go to work mm, the next enough. day. Right. So I was just like, you know, I'm just going to take the Make day off. Make the most of those days, right? Right. So I, I, took, I took the day off. I'm actually going to be in at work Friday night, though. Not to work, but the now his Girl Scout troop is coming to the shop. Oh, cool! Uh, just her harsh portion, like her level of Girl Scouts. Okay, like okay. she's, a, I think she's a, a junior. That, I think that is not my yeah. area of expertise. But scouting <laughs> daisies, brownies, juniors, cadets. I think are the four okay. main levels. There's another, like as you get older, there's another group, but the four main Girl Scout levels. Yeah. and she's entered into the third group now, and her group of like nine or so girls are coming to the shop to work on their small meals badge. That's awesome. Uh, so that's happening next Friday or this coming Friday night. So I won't be at work during the day, but I'm going to take Natalie and, and the troop and we're going to work on their, their badge that evening. So that's that'll awesome. be a lot of fun, but yeah, so no show next Sunday show on Thursday. If you're watching the NFL draft, pull our show up and hear us what we have to say about each pick about each player, about if we think it was a reach do we even know who the player that they're talking about? Because there's been a few over the last few years that I'm like, I don't really even know who that person is. We're looking at you, Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a few over the last few years that I'm like, I can't be- – or I can't believe that person went in the first round. Like, and this isn't people- a, the 
the tackle Dallas took last year, who ended up being pretty good. Being yeah. pretty good. Uh, Smith, right? right. Another struggled early. Ty- Str- Tyler Smith was it Tyler? I think so. Struggled. Tyron Smith and Tyler struggled Smith. early, but came on. He, yeah, he, he turned, he was, he turned he was out to solid. be pretty solid. So, and it's late in the first round, so you get a yeah. little bit more yeah. grace than the first like 10, 12 picks. You gotta, you right. better be nailing that. Um, but yeah, so eight o'clock the event's supposed to start. The first pick probably won't be until eight fifteen or so. I'm going to start the stream at Even eight. Though Carolina should know who oh, they're taking. Know who they're taking? Yeah. Uh, so we'll start at eight. My dad may be here. Natalie might be here. Justin will be here uh, at some point. We're just gonna, you know, talk NFL draft. We'll have uh, all the mics on. Turn the TV on or stream it or however I can get to it. Probably going to ignore Twitter and stuff because I don't want it to be ruined. We should. Uh... If your dad's coming, you should definitely have the NCAA game pulled up just to like be like, oh, we changed our mind. Oh, like, we're just playing this now? <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. So, all right. But I think that's it for us. Um, any uh, shout outs or anything to mention, Justin? Uh, real quick, um, my cousin, you, we're, you were talking about scouting there. My cousin got his Eagle Scout uh, like oh, ceremony was today. It's awesome. Um, Austin had his birthday. Yes. So birthday weekend, had, had a fun weekend. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that covers most of those things. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So I definitely want to wish a happy birthday to Austin. Um uh, had a great day today. Had a had a fun day today. So, yeah. yeah. Um awesome stuff. Um uh, my dad's texting me. I'm not uh, it's so long since we've mentioned something that I don't even know what he's referring <sighs> to. Um yeah, so I, I'm gonna have to. He's gonna have to clarify for me because I missed it when it came in what we had just said. So, but yeah, I think that's it. I don't. I feel like I'm probably forgetting someone or something. But we'll be back on Thursday to uh, talk about the actual NFL draft as it happened, which is always a lot of fun. So we hope you enjoyed episode 378 of the Joe Mays and JRF show. We will be back on Thursday, April 27. <laughs> I think, yeah. There's April 27th, 8 o'clock. For I don't know what today is. <laughs> NFL Draft First Round Live. So for Justin, I'm Joe. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. Woo-hoo! You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at Raff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Home to other productions, such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs>